Hey everyone, it is Audrey here with another episode on Sportive AF. Today, me and Amy Koleski, fashion blogger on Instagram with over 110,000 followers, chatted all about the topics you guys want to know, like how to grow your Instagram, whether you're a dancer, a fashion lover, or someone who just wants to grow a community, getting collaborations, and being paid to post on Instagram. Guys, you are going to love this episode. So, before we get started, follow Amy Koleski on Instagram and follow Sportive AF to get updates on weekly guests. All the links are down below. Okay, guys, let's get started. Hey, everyone. I am here today with Amy Koleski, who is a fashion blogger on Instagram with over 110,000 followers. She's in her third year at university studying computer science. She also has collaborated with some amazing brands like the Iconic, Farfetch, Anine Bing, Dior Beauty, and the list goes on. Amy, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is honestly such an honor. I feel very privileged to be here. Oh, thank you. Well, I love your Instagram. It inspires me so much, especially your amazing outfits. I mean, where do you even get the inspiration? Oh my goodness. You're so sweet. Look, to be honest, Pinterest is probably like one of my favorite places to go for inspo just because there are so many different outfits um, on there. Like you can get literally every single style um, in your homepage as well. So if you're looking to pull different ideas from different aesthetics, it's literally the place to be. Otherwise, Instagram. That's so true. Now, before we get into a lot of the questions that your fans and followers want to know, can we just take a moment? What do you think about the new Instagram update? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I'm on the, I don't like it team because yep. it's just, it's been a mess. I feel like a lot of creators are in the same boat and yeah. unless you're currently beating the algorithm, which I find that a very small percentage of people are, mm. you're going to be, yeah, it's just, oh, where do I even begin? I know. Oh, and, and it really shows like where Instagram's putting their focuses on, like, like yeah. a whole page for just like the shop. <laughs> for shopping. Well, I mean, I understand where they're coming from because if you think about it, when you go on Instagram and you search your favorite blogger or whatever you go on Instagram to do, you're ultimately looking to, you know, recreate their style, recreate mm. whatever they have. And by doing so, you're going to buy the product. So I do understand why Instagram wants to maximize, you know, their profitability from it because yeah. otherwise they're not going to be able to get any commission of people just tapping on stuff and going to external links but um it's just yeah it's coming at such a cost to all the creators which sucks yeah yeah no I totally agree I am on that same same team of it definitely now yeah. Amy how did you get into fashion blogging and yeah just go right from the beginning oh my goodness okay this goes back so far so it's kind of laughable but um, fun fact, I used to be like in on that Tumblr aesthetic, like back in 2013 when I was Oh, you love that. How old was I? I think I was in like year nine at school, 15, four, I was 14. And I remember making an Instagram account one, like one long weekend. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to create the coolest Tumblr photos ever. Like I went to the <laughs> beach and I was doing those like kind of half face covered, like high, partial body shots. You know, those kind, you know, the kind of photo I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Like, you'll know it. Um, <laughs> and 
yeah, it's just like, oh my God, I'm going to create cool stuff. And then I was in a lot of those like follow for follow things. Like you go to like, you comment on other girls' photos and you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, let's follow each other. Um, oh yeah, those were the days. All the bloggers do. Um, and then I kind of just like left it. Like it was big for like a year. I think I got like 5,000 followers. And I thought I was, mm-hmm. you know, the coolest kid in the world because I was getting free <laughs> bikinis. And I did like a thing with triangle swimwear and that was like, Oh my god! I I made it back then. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, like, I've made it. I'm done. My life is complete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah. Then I kind of left it because when HSE kicked in for me, I was like, all right, this doesn't mean anything to me. I can just leave it. Yeah. And then uni because I studied like IT, so I'm a bit of a tech head. Um, that is so cool. Because this meeting took us so long to set up. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so then I was like, oh, well, I kind of have, like, a passion for fashion. So I started my Instagram account again. Like, I think at that point I had about 12,000 followers. Okay. So I'd kind of done the hard yards already over the yeah. past, like, five years. I just didn't really care about it. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a go again. And, yeah. Oh, that's so great. And, yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit the same, like, when I started my account it was kind of just for fun and like I started posting and like kind of followers accumulated. But I know yeah. for so many people, they, they might be at like a thousand followers or even less. And they're like, oh, I really want to be a fashion blogger or an influencer of some sort. And yeah. I feel like for me, like it's so hard to give advice to get to that 10K because for me, it was quite organic. But do you have any advice for anyone who is trying to get to that 10k mark? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Persistence is key. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I know so many people who have tried and they say, I've tried my hardest and it's not working, but it's like, you really actually have to try. You can't just like post a photo and like a few other people's photos and then comment on them. You have to actually engage. Instagram mm-hmm. will reward you in the algorithm. If you are showing, you know, really the true engagement with other people, um, and the best way to do it is find other people in the same boat as you who have the same kind of niche, whether it's food, it's fashion, it's photography, you know, you name it, there'll be a niche for it um, and grow a support team that way. Cause I find that friends are probably the best way to kind of continue that motivation. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's such good advice. Like I think as well, what you said about like finding your niche, that's like a really big thing as well, because so many people don't know if they want to do fashion or beauty or tutorials, like finding that niche, which you really have. And I love actually on your account, how you've created a hashtag. Oh my God, thanks. (laughs) It's so cool. And you do like, we can balance everything. Um, It's actually um, called Papa Loving. I literally forget how to pronounce her Instagram username like all the time, but She's um she's from somewhere in Europe. She's a beautiful girl. Um, it was back like end of yeah, like literally this time last year. I did this thing where I was like balancing something on my foot. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, we should create a hashtag because I noticed a lot of people were doing or picking up on the trend. And she was like, I already have one. Like just join in on it. So it's kind of our thing. But mm-hmm. I still use it a lot more than she does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I adopted it. No, but, um, it's so cool. I love it. And all of, I mean, all of your photos are so aesthetic as well. So it's so cool. Going back to like growing to 10K, would you say setting goals is a smart thing, monthly, monthly goals for your reach? Or do you think it's kind of one of those things that's out of your control? Oh my God, what a great question. So <laughs> yes and no. I actually, 
probably shouldn't have done so, but I actually had a calendar on my wall and every single day I would log the amount of followers I had gained and the amount of followers I had like, you know, lost because yeah. naturally over time, as your account grows, people are like, oh, I don't like this. And, mm. you know, as people fall off, you end up, you, you ultimately want to gain more people than you are losing them, if that makes yeah. sense. More people, more followers. <laughs> so I actually used to log each one, which probably wasn't very healthy because I'd be really upset by the number of people who'd be unfollowing me mm. and I'd be like, oh my God. And I'd freak out, but it turns out there were just creepy old men unfollowing me. So I was like, oh, okay, now. You're like, that's okay. My male ratio was declining. Right. We love that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, setting goals. Look, I think having an ultimate goal at the end of the day is probably better. Um, And setting out, you know, little things you can do to actually get to that goal. Because it's like, how do you eat an elephant? Like, how do you get to 10K? You can't. It's not going to happen overnight. You really need to do it bit by bit and break it down. No, definitely. And you recently hit 100K and that's, I think that's a milestone for anyone uh, on Instagram who's wanting to build. How did you feel? I actually felt, I felt like, I feel like the lead up to it was so much better than the actual hitting the 100K <laughs> itself. Like to me, I think getting to 20, even 10K was a bigger deal mm. than 100K because it sounds terrible, but the novelty wears off because like you'll, you'll hit this one milestone and you're like, oh my God. And then the the minute you hit it, you're like, okay, what's next? Like you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't really, you don't have time to sit and, and ponder and, you know, appreciate, and not appreciate, you don't have time to sit and ponder and, you know, revel in the moment. You have to be like, okay, what's next? Because it's such a go, go, go kind of mm. platform. Yeah, definitely. No. Well, congratulations. Anyhow, I checked this morning and you're already at 111K now. <laughs> stop my actual my following has been like it's been pretty shitty the past few days like i've been the past few weeks like i had i've grown i think the most i've ever gotten is 111 like 150 or something and then over the past like two weeks it slowly dropped back down to like just under 110 but like usually yeah it's it's so heartbreaking because i'd like tried so hard yeah keep posting content and then none of my photos were getting seen by anyone and then my my people my followers weren't following me and i was like oh no so this past month past month has been very rocky yeah no I totally agree with you like that was like me I like was going through the stage like every time I'd check my account there'd be like so many new followers and I was like yes 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 and I was like going up and up and then all of a sudden it was like oh it stopped like no one's no one's following me anymore like people are unfollowing me I'm like I'm posting the like same stuff like everyone likes and it's like cool well <laughs> that's great i'm sure you can understand it's like you yeah. think you're you, know, you you prepare this photo you spend all this time um like you know creating it in your head and then you mm. actually go to to actually execute it and post it and then people are like eh, like we've seen this before and you're yeah. like what else do you want <laughs> from me literally and like i think like for like so long of a caption i'm like okay well what are they gonna like like should i just do it yeah. simple and it's like cool yeah. like no one liked it <laughs> whatever why do I even try yeah (laughs) literally yeah and that's definitely a struggle I think a lot of um influencers and like social media people uh find difficult and I guess it's finding that balance of how much time you're going to be spending on Instagram each day Mm -hmm. and how much you're going to go to like creating content how is a typical day look like for you I know you study as well and do other things but in terms of Instagram uh, how much time do you put into it Alrighty, this isn't going to be very pretty to some um, I think <laughs> I 
the other day and I spent, <laughs> I think I spent six hours and 42 minutes on Instagram two days ago. Yeah, don't um, worry, I feel that. <laughs> it's, it sounds mortifying. I told my sister and yeah. she was like, that's the same as a school day. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> don't remind me. Um, but yeah, like it, it all adds up. I think that was one day when I was like really busy shooting content. I only spent 42 minutes on the app. But mm. the weird thing was I noticed a, like a, um, I noticed a, a relation to the amount of time I spent on Instagram compared to how well my posts do in the algorithm. So I have a sneaking suspicion that the more time you spend on the app, the more Instagram is likely to favor you in the algorithm and push your posts to more people. Yeah. So, not that I should be encouraging people to be spending time on their phones. You should be going outside and having fun, but get some you know, sun. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've had like a similar. Mm, you know, no. Experience. Definitely. Like the last week I've been like so busy with work stuff and everything. And I have barely been on Instagram. I haven't been posting consistently. Like I've kind of dropped the ball, but I've also seen that my followers are just so stagnant. And of course, like I'm not doing like as many stories and like engaging as much, but I found when I am not on the app as long, my followers aren't as engaged. And when I was like doing well, I was literally on the app for like seven out like so long like in the day and like all night um so yeah I I think that's definitely a conspiracy theory I think it when you think about it though people have to understand that for some it's a full-time job so you Mm. think about the amount of time you'd be spending at a desk doing emails or whatever people do in their office jobs nine to five (laughs) (laughs) we just have to be on our phones and it's a scary thing to be to think about the fact you have to constantly be connected like when I was younger I yeah. used to literally get separation anxiety from the internet not my phone yeah. but the internet so I remember I went to a friend's farm when I was like yeah 15 or so um and there was no wi-fi or there was no internet and I actually had a meltdown I was like how am I gonna talk to my friends like Mom, you can't speak to me and she's like oh suck it up like you're fine like you know get over yourself <laughs> and I was like no like I can't and my family was just rolling their eyes at me but Oh, you have this yeah. desire to be connected to the internet the whole time. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Like, I totally agree. And like, that's like a whole nother aspect of like social media and, and the job, like uh, taking time, I guess, like outside of like being on the phone all the time is like important as well. But as you were saying, like, it is a job. And I guess... A lot of people ask, like, how do you start getting paid for social media? How do you start getting collaborations? So I guess that's something we can talk about now. Um, When was kind of your first paid collaboration? Oh, my goodness. That's actually a a bloody good question. All right. I think the very first time I was ever paid to do something on Instagram, this is something I would never do, nor would I suggest doing to anyone, but this chick dm me when I had like I was like year 12 at school I was like 13k I wasn't reposting and Mm. she was like can I pay you to repost one of my cake photos and I was like sorry what like a cake photo I'm like a bikini fashion blogger like that's totally irrelevant and she was like I'll pay you $20 and I was like oh all right you've got my attention there so I took the 20 she damn she uh, sent it to me on PayPal and I posted this photo of her um of her like just a repost of a cake um and yeah, she was eternally grateful. I was like, okay, you know, amazing. But all right, okay, it didn't matter to me because I was like, this is twenty dollars. Like that's like you know, breakfast paid for. Yeah. On the weekend. <laughs> no, that's yeah. so my good. first ever paid thing. 
yeah, I can delve into this more if you want. Maybe just when was the first time you got approached by a brand to collaborate and like how big were you and did you actively reach out to brands? Okay, yes. So the first proper like promotion I had um, was, I'm not going to say the company names, I feel like no. I can't, but it was, um, it was like a, like a, um, a tanning lotion and it wasn't Bali body or anything it was like a smaller one probably one of my like competitors and they're like we want to send you some stuff for a post and I was like well do you guys have any budget in mind and they were like no but what are your rates and so I think I said like $50 which mm. by the way if you had like 15,000 followers $50 is like it's like extortion that is like way too little money like you should be getting paid at least like $100 $200 depending on your engagement maybe even like 500 it definitely really depends but um, I was like, oh, yeah, $50. And they're like, yep, okay. And I was like, oh, my God. So I, like, pulled up this, like, website, template-making website, this template-making website, and, <laughs> I, um, and I wrote up a little invoice. I think it took them, like, a month to pay me, but I didn't care because the fact that I was making money, yeah. yeah, the concept of making money from an Instagram account I didn't care about five years ago was just so incredible. Yeah, and I guess when was that moment when you thought, oh, my God, like, I could actually make a career out of this? So that was, that was again, around December last year, I think. Yeah, like end of last year. Um, and back then I was working, I worked at an after school care. I worked in an office. I've done the office job rounds. Uh, yeah. I was doing a lot of babysitting and I was, of course, a full-time uni student. So I was like managing, oh. juggling every single wall you could think about. Um, and it wasn't until about July, August this year when my agency amazing agency came in um and they're like swept me off my feet <laughs> um and they're like provided a lot of reassurance so I was able to leave my other jobs and focus more on Instagram oh amazing it, it, it took time and it takes a lot of confidence because my family is a little bit they're, they're quite they were quite concerned because you know stability of um of of everything you know you had the whole global pandemic which was creating a lot of stresses on business and um you wonder or it has a lot to have a direct relation to um, the marketing teams and of course the influencers. So it was quite choppy, um, but yeah, things have like kind of worked themselves out and yeah. On the same topic of brand deals, a lot of people reach out to brands, maybe DM, email. I know I, if there was a brand I really loved and I was passionate about it, I might send them an email or a DM. Did you mm-hmm. ever approach any brands? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you'd be silly not to because what's the worst thing that happens? They turn around and go, oh, no, we don't want you. And you're like, all right, well, at least I gave it a shot. Exactly. I, think, I think the brands um, I reached out to were a lot of like, they were fast fashion brands and they were like, we're back when I had under 20K and I kind of just wanted some content to shoot. And I'd send them a DM because um, a lot of the time I found that emails were just getting swept mm. under the rug. No one was seeing them. So yeah. I found that by DMing them, it was like a great way to instantly get connections because when you have incoming DM requests, I don't know if many people know this, but the higher your following is, the higher you're ranked in that um, in that DM in like incoming requests. Right. So brands are more likely to see your account if you had a larger following. So um, that's how I found I was always able to get quickly noticed because yeah, you just DM them. Um, yeah. But e- emailing is definitely much more professional. You can't really get a DM that's professional. You know, I don't know. You just DMs just aren't. Professional. It's just it's more like messaging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I feel like so many people are shy of messaging or even emailing brands. But as you said, there's no shame in it because what's the worst that can happen? They just say no. And a lot of the time, like 
I emailed this one brand and they got back to me. They were like, look, we love your account. We love your content, but at the moment it's not for us. Um, and then not long later, maybe a month or two, they emailed and they were like, let's collab. Like we would love to use you. And it's like, sometimes just email, get your name out there and then they can put you on standby for another collab where they might have more of a budget or more using more influencers. So yeah, I completely agree with that. Let's go on to content because your content is absolutely amazing. And we touched on it a little bit earlier, but would you suggest using Pinterest for people trying to find their niche? Yes, definitely. Um, if you're asking about finding a niche and to anyone listening, um, I definitely reckon your niche is probably something that's going to be what feels natural to you. Like you're obviously not going to go on. Like for me, I'm not going to go out and promote, you know, and, and promote like, um, that like tech wear street style kind of aesthetic because that's just not me I'm definitely more of a girly girl like I double in street style but I'm not like that you know what I'm talking about the military kind of stuff. yes and the, and the chunky boots like, that's not really me um and so I reckon whatever feels whatever you feel most confident in and it's I don't think anyone can really say this is my style because everyone changes their style as they as they get older um because you obviously follow trends and you look at what suits your body shape so yeah just whatever you feel confident in i guess is the best way to figure it out yeah i love that and when editing photos or you know filters do you have any favorite app that you use oh my god i don't actually edit my photos at all i can't remember the last time i did um, I don't, I occasionally will edit the brightness and the mm. light on my photos. I just, I don't know about you, but I'm over it. I just, yeah. I like to be as real as I can. Like I'm, I don't, I'm not going to edit my figure. I'm not going to edit my face. Like if I've got a pimple or like a spot on my leg, like who cares? Yeah. I actually have a giant scar um, from when I was, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I have this <laughs> giant scar on my, on my backside. And I kid you not, it goes from like um, the top of my thigh all the way up to like the middle of my bum. And I got, it was because I was pushed off a wharf by, a, by my beautiful, my lover to bits, um, God sister, um, oh, who was seven at the time. And I had to get like 17 stitches. Oh, and so I have this giant scar, which is, it's, it's so ugly. It looks like I've been bitten by a shark. Oh, and I hate it. Like, I can still hate it. I want to get reconstructive surgery on it. But it's kind of, I'm kind of used to it. And I'm like, you know what, who cares? Everyone has flaws. Like, just leave it at that. You know, you, you're supposed to be more of a role model. and showing people that you can appreciate your flaws. So like, don't bother editing it out because, yep. you know, got to be real, you know, I'm sure definitely. you can relate. Like. Definitely, definitely. And I remember like maybe like a year ago, I used to use like so many filters. Like I would have mm. like, like the preset app where like, oh yes. yeah, you would have like the full like presets and like I would look like tan and like my teeth would look like extra white and like everything okay. just looked like airbrushed and like perfect. And then like, probably I would say during, bit before the pandemic, I was like, ill. I was like, this is not trending. I was like, this is like ugly. Like, why am I using like Visco filters, presets, all of this type of thing? And I was, I completely like changed my aesthetic. I was like, okay, this isn't me anymore. Like looked at like all of like the Danish like influencers who were just like killing the game <laughs> and yeah now now I just edit brightness and uh contrast kind of thing if I need to um but if I don't then I just leave it like as you said natural is so much better 
Yeah. And I want to ask you something. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I've kind of noticed after being in this like Instagram game for about a year now that trends are really big. Obviously they're they're really big, but like when it comes to the style of photos, so I don't know what about, I I don't know about who you follow, but for me, I've got a lot of like Scandinavian and Mm. European and like beautiful English bloggers all over my page. And it's all fall related. Like I kid you not, I can't go for like 30 seconds without scrolling to see someone like frolicking in a a pile of leaves or like kicking on their boots in, you know, in like a beautiful like park, you know, yep. next to a lake, dark, you know, you know what I mean? That, that kind of aesthetic definitely kind of dark board. And it's really hard to keep posting what you want and what you like when all the trend is currently focused on that. Like what, yeah. what do you think about that? I should say. I feel like a lot of the time that happens with like uh, different, different people just copying like the same pose, but like not really being inspired, like yeah. rather just like copying content straight away. Not going to lie, I really despise that. I shouldn't say that, but it's it's really heartbreaking as well because I know a lot of people, and, and I know I didn't, I don't, didn't, I don't own this pose. I feel like Victoria Beckham did the leg kicking pose ages ago. Oh, yeah. But like, I get really upset. Well, not really, I kind of get over it, but I get upset when I see like, someone that I followed for a really long time follows me and knows I have this hashtag and does their like leg pose and then balances like a bag on it and doesn't use my hashtag. I'm kind of like, you don't have to publicize it, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's like, especially when you think it's a friend of yours. Oh like, yeah. And I was like, I thought we were close. I know. You know? And, it, and like, I get people are inspired by others and they put their own twist to it and stuff, but it's like, Oh, like I always credit people. Like even yeah. if there's a pose who I've like directly copied, I'll be, I'll literally say pick inspired by and then add their handle. Definitely. And I really love that as well because it's like everyone should help each other. Like it's success is not limited and it's like telling someone that you love their star for i know some people even don't like commenting on other people's photos because it might give them an extra comment and it's like seriously like that stuff is so petty and it's like like if you just comment spread love and like tag and like share like as you said pick inspired by this person it's like just gonna help everyone like in the long run like <laughs> there's no there's no like shame in saying it was inspired by someone exactly I literally have a dedicated folder on my Instagram like where I save all of my friends photos like unless it's a photo like a filler photo because I have a we can talk about that later but I have like a personal vendetta 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 again yeah, like, yep, yep. Like, filler photo. I genuinely despise them. So if it's a filler photo, I won't save it. But if it's a photo I can put effort into that might not even match my style, I'm still going to save it. I'm yeah. like, I respect, you know? Oh my God, wait, we need to get into filler photos now because oh. I, I post filler photos. <gasps> Audrey, no, 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 no. Oh no. <laughs> tell me, tell me everything about them. Why? Let me clear my throat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I used to love them myself. It's actually my agency. Um, shout out to Kat. I love her. Um, she's like my, one of my like managers. So she kind of brought it back to my attention that filler photos kill your engagement. Like if you, if you post a filler photo, I get it. Your fee is going to look pretty and it's going to tie everything together and it's going to draw the focus to other photos, but they kill your engagement hands down. I don't care what you say. They are just detrimental. And especially like I'm sick of seeing people post a little photo of the sky with a tiny little moon in the background, but, <laughs> That has no meaning to your page whatsoever. And like, I get upset when I see that in my feed because your, alg- your, your the algorithm is so specific that it doesn't even show you all of your followers' like photos. Or yeah, all, your, all of your followers' photos. So when mm. I see someone's 
fill a photo is taking up such a valuable space in my newsfeed. I get upset because I'm like, yeah. I don't like this. Like, go no. away. You're like, this you know? isn't my vibe. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, it isn't even their vibe because they've literally turned off the comments from it to not get it seen in people's, um, in people's newsfeeds. But I'm like, yeah. what's the point? It just lowers your engagement altogether and makes you less wanted by brands because you might get like 10,000 or 5,000 likes on one photo and then your filler photo gets 500. You're averaging that out to like two and a half thousand, you know, it's so true. It's terrible. Talking about engagement. I was reading this like article about what really engages things. And I think a lot of people don't realize that like saving people's posts, as you were saying, like really creates a high engagement and like it gets in the algorithm more. Uh, Is that true? I mean, I like to think I'm an expert on Instagram, but not in the algorithm, but um, (laughs) hell yeah. I mean, I've noticed that photos that have a lot of saves and sends in particular, when you share it even to your your stories or to a friend, um, it does tend to help quite a bit, I think. What about you, do you reckon? Yeah, I've found whenever my posts do like really well, it's when they're like really saved a lot or like highly shared to people's stories. Um, So I really think that's true. Um, And that it's not necessarily about how many likes or comments. Like sometimes those photos don't get as many comments, but the actual engagement is far more, you know, high. When you take your Instagram photos, a lot of them I see like you take them yourself, like either via the mirror or how do you take them? Oh my God. All right. I have it outside. I'll go get it for you, but I'm not actually wearing undies. So if I'm scared, if I get up here. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So I take them all on my tripod, dead set. I have a little clicker, which I have somewhere. Wait, it's not on my desk. I can't show you. Um, I have a little clicker that I got yeah. from eBay for like $3 and you connect it to your phone via Bluetooth. And oh, yeah, because my you- sisters, I've got two younger sisters, one who's in first year of uni and the other one who is just starting year 12 and they both don't have time. I'm like, can you please take photos? And they're like, no. I'm like, please. They're like, no. And even my, my boyfriend, he's pretty good, but he hasn't quite mastered the art of the photos yet. He's <laughs> not so good at the um, alignment of the images. Like you'll take a really cool photo, but it'll be like on a you know fifty degree <sighs> angle. And I'm like, no, I'm like that doesn't match my aesthetic. <laughs> Anyways, what about you? Do you take your own photos, or do you get other people to take? Them? Um, honestly, it changes a lot. Uh, like I don't have a consistent um theme. Like sometimes, like my mum might t- take some, or my friend. Um, but most of the time, like I might just set it up on the floor and like, just put on selfie timer. I need to invest in one of those clickers because every time I like, I literally like go back and forth, like trying to like tap selfie timer and then I'm like, Oh, the alignment's wrong. And then I have to go change it. And then I'm like, it's just so much effort. It's like a workout taking Instagram photos. And it takes so much longer. Like the thing with the tripod is I actually know the angles now. So depending depending on what I'm taking, if I want close up or far away, I love, I know I'm like, I'm like six foot, so I'm a giant already, but I do love a good low camera angle because it just oh, makes yeah. my legs look even longer. And I'm like, we love you know, that. I just, you know what I mean? Like that, it just completes the photo. So I literally have angles. And when I get someone else to take the photo, I literally tell them how to hold the camera the way I would, I would position my tripod to be. Yeah. Yeah. Literally like when my mum takes photos, she's like sitting like on the ground, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, awkward squat. Yeah, yeah. She's in like this awkward squat. I'm like, yes, like make the legs look longer. 
get the angles girl <laughs> literally getting all the angles so i guess for your equipment you kind of have like a tripod and a selfie timer clicker mm -hmm. yeah that's perfect yeah and i also have a ring light because i think i'm going to start making youtube videos only because i'm low-key sick of instagram's algorithm and i'm scared my photos aren't going to get seen down the line um and yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to branch onto other platforms. But yeah. again, I have another vendetta against TikTok. So oh, I'm not yeah. going to dip back in there. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find other, other platforms. Yeah, no. Well, everyone, everyone should go follow Amy on Instagram and YouTube anyhow. <laughs> when, when, when you post your first YouTube video, I will share it because I know already it will be so cool and aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we I, a I'm no. <laughs> just as long as you put your lizard on there <gasps> oh my god okay oh, do you, you want to see him yeah okay guys I saw the lizard so cute but unfortunately you guys can't see it check out Amy's insta if you want to see it continuing back onto content the last mm -hmm. few things that I want to talk about is like what your thoughts are on reels and do you think it's a good way to get kind of noticed by more people yes okay so reels at the moment i believe from my experience are really favored in the algorithm um i'm not sure about igtvs because i haven't yeah. really experimented with those yet but um reels definitely because they've literally changed the whole placement of the buttons on your home on your home page so yep. you, it, it's pretty visible now that they want you to post more reels and you know engage with them and share them around like you would on tiktok so yeah, definitely, definitely important if you're looking at creating um, content, definitely look into creating reels. I don't know about reposting TikToks on reels at the moment. A lot of people do that and I'm, you know, it's working for them, but I'm not sure if that's what Instagram wants you to do because I'm pretty yeah. sure they're trying to take people away from TikTok. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm not the biggest fan of TikTok. So. <laughs> oh my God, why aren't you? Huh? Oh, well, I'm just so bad. Well, firstly, I'm quite bad at making them. Um, TikTok, I just never got in the algorithm, like just, it didn't happen, which is yeah. absolutely fine. Like it just wasn't my platform. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm also like not the best TikTok maker. Like I'm a ballet dancer. I would try and do like the dances and like, yeah. I'm so not like hip hop or like good at like that type of TikTok dancing. And it was just not a vibe. So it just was like, it was just a mess. So now like Instagram, I've done like a lot of like dance fitness ones and they've done like super well so, hey, I've, kind of, <laughs> so I've kind of found like works. yeah exactly I mean like not everyone is consistent but <laughs> um it's it's I love I love reels but they're so time consuming oh insanely time consuming and also with TikTok okay um I'm not sure who's like listening to this but um if you're on TikTok just know it is literally a data collection service that's posing as a social media platform i don't know if that's a very extreme thing to say mm. um but it's owned by some questionable businesses as well um and seeing as well that a few large american corporations who mind you are incredibly ruthless um, companies have bought shares in the business or you know bought part ownership of tiktok itself um it makes me even more scared of what they're doing like i as like an it student i've known of people who have reverse engineered the app um, and the app takes 30 second pinpoints every single time you're on the app of your location. It goes onto your phone. It tells you, <laughs> it tells you, um, or it tells the TikTok like 
servers or whatever. Um, yeah. What other apps you have downloaded on your phone, or it tells them um, what internet connection you're running to, what phone you're on, what internet you're connected to. If you're on, if you're running on data or Wi-Fi, if you're on Wi-Fi, it hooks up to the server and it looks at other networks, other devices joined on the network, and it can kind of semi peek into those as well it's it's like a no-go i reckon it's that is crazy yeah well that's another reason why i don't like tiktok because that just doesn't sound great i mean instagram is just instagram's always going to be i think one of the number one platforms like Hmm. at least until something comes in and and, you know maybe i don't want to say takes over but Hmm. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't even I can't even imagine like without Instagram like it's such a great platform and like they're always they're so like wealthy they're always changing and like putting in new things the reels like trying to take over TikTok so that's an interesting one but Amy we're going to end with a few little questions um and obviously my favorite question that I like to ask all of my guests but for now tell me your go-to caption go-to captions that's so (laughs) oh my god captions take me forever to decide I'm sure you can totally relate oh yeah um like if it's not like emojis I don't know I try to be a little bit more engaging and try Mm. to make something funny try to say something funny or give something short and sweet that relates to the photo um because I hate when you have to tap like see more to keep oh yeah not bothered just you know you you just keep scrolling so yeah something short and sweet um that's something funny, I think. Yeah. Perfect. Best time to post in, I mean, Australian Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> um, for me, it totally depends on your audience and when they are most active. Um, for me, it's probably between 7 and 9 p.m. I'm used to be really enjoying late night postings, but I'm actually preferring earlier in the evening now. Um, I don't know why. Just things work and you kind of get hooked and stuff. So yeah. I think... For me, about seven, eight o'clock, eight thirty, maybe. Fave fashion account you follow? Oh my god, Leon Hain. Um, yes. I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Do you follow her? Oh my, her real game is just next oh. level. That's it. I think it's her boyfriend behind all of the. I don't know if he does the creative inspo, but he does all the filming and everything. Oh. My god, he nails it every time. It's like oh chef's kiss it's literally and her fashion oh my god she is just she is i feel like she is just winning the instagram game at the moment that's it oh i reckon she is she's she works with some of the most amazing brands um and she works some really high end ones as well and she just creates the coolest content like it you know how some big bloggers kind of they create this unrealistic or unattainable kind of sense of just they, they did basically what they promote is almost unachievable. Leone's is just achievable. Like you feel like you could kind of reach to the screen and kind of do what yeah. she's doing. It's Def- much more down to earth. So true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely does. And now Amy, what would be your dream collaboration partner? Oh my gosh. I have so many brands I want to work with. I think as well, one of the big European brands. I know obviously like down the line to work with Dior and I love Dior. I have, I have a, like a weird thing for them. I love their stuff. Um, and like Louis Vuitton and all those big designer brands because yeah. I feel like they're really exclusive to work with. So that would be a really cool thing to have. But um, honestly, I couldn't pick one brand. I couldn't, I couldn't pick one. There are so many cool brands and small businesses and larger ones, of course, that have such amazing products that you, that you see and you're like, I love that. You know, like it's kind of cool to pull it all together and create your own kind of 
thing. So yeah, I couldn't pick one. Yeah, no, I agree. And now the last question, which I like to ask all my guests, is what makes you feel most confident in your skin? Oh, okay. Look, I think wearing clothes that flatter my figure makes me feel so happy because like a lot of the time, like I'm sure you can understand, you can't just put on, like not everything looks good on everyone, right? Yeah. So wearing clothes that I think look cute and that aren't incredibly popular just to kind of uniquify my yeah. style. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Something cool and comfy and casual and something like that. amazing I love that Amy so thank you so so much for coming on today I have had the best talk and I really hope you enjoyed it oh thank you I did sorry for the people listening I ramble on so much and get totally off track but um thank you for having me it's been such an honor so nice chatting to you and like finally meeting you Uh, yeah oh my god it's so good to finally like talk in person Okay, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed it and learned a little more about how to grow your Instagram. Thanks to Amy for coming on the show today. And everyone, go check out Sportive AF to leave any feedback or thoughts about today's episode. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Lots of love, Audrey.